Welcome to the episode on returning to training post holidays. If you're like most people, you might be eager to jump back into your workouts and make up for lost time. But before you do, it's important to consider the concept of load management. Taking a break from your training can cause a loss of conditioning, but it's common to want to play catch up and make up for any weight gained over the break. However, trying to pick up where you left off can actually increase the risk of injury. To avoid this and achieve your fitness goals, it's important to ease back into your training and gradually build up your strength and conditioning. This is especially true if you've had more than a week off or if you've been inconsistent with your workouts. In these cases, it's best to regress your training and avoid advanced overload methods. So remember, when returning to your workouts post-holidays, pay attention to load management to avoid injury and achieve your goals. Now, we've seen this already in our UMS app tribe in even just the first couple of weeks coming back to training, we've seen a couple of people reporting that they've got some niggling injuries because they tried to pick up where they went off. Now, of course, if you didn't know, I've got my brother Yanni here. How are you, mate? What's up? I was wondering if you uh, were meant to see me or not, but uh, here we are. Here we are using new software and, uh, and and it's a new year, so it's very fitting. And we've got some, and we've uh, got some OGs, OGs here. Yes, we've got uh, Andy saying he's a, he's a bit rusty. He miss, he only got the second comment. You, you're missing out, Andy. Uh, and I'm testing out. I'm using this new software, right? It's taken me a lot to work out how to do. So I'm going to try seeing what happens when I write in here if it comes up. Uh, but anyway, there we go. And we've got D as well, of course. Uh, and there we go. Unity Gym has commented. How good yo, is yo, that? Yo, yo, <laughs> yo. Awesome. Uh, how exciting. Welcome, uh, guys. Welcome, Andy. Uh, welcome, Dee. Uh, great to have you here. It's especially great to have Andy here, um, who is one of our high achievers, and he's actually uh, participating right now in one of our um, uh, challenges in the UMS app, where we have had, for, for, for those who started up with us uh, when the app went live back in, I think it was June, uh, we were doing you know phase a phase every month. So phase one, phase two, phase three, and we got up to, we finished phase six last year, and we looked at doing going straight into phase seven this year, but we, Yanni and me kind of just forgot uh, this really critical principle that we're gonna talk about today. You, you forgot, I didn't. <laughs> which is, you absolutely shouldn't pick up where you left off. And so what we've done is we've got our, uh, members that were even up to phase seven, they've gone back to phase four, which is the first phase where we do five by five. So five sets of five reps, and um, which is a really good way for somebody that's more experienced to get started with their training again, without going into a, a more advanced overload technique. And, and phase seven uses the rest pause method, if I'm not mistaken, phase six is wave loading. And it's just way too much load on the body, isn't it, Yanni, to go straight into a more advanced overload method like that? Yeah, look, well, I wanna take a little bit of uh, a rewind, hit the rewind button and, um and talk about my selfishness because I actually prefer every year to start the year with whole body training for one program phase. And there's a very uh, specific reason for that. And there's a one scenario where I wouldn't do that, which is if I was um, currently injured or had something that I wanted to overcome, uh, a structural imbalance or a known structural imbalance, in which case I'd go back to structural balance training instead of whole body uh, training. But the reason why I do whole body training is because, uh, you know, I, I always take a couple of weeks off over the Christmas break. Uh, I plan my training in that way. And I personally 
suggest that everyone, I, I think it's advisable for, for a number of reasons. It's a great time to um, invest that little bit of time that you take to give to yourself in training into other areas of your life. Like, uh, you know, you've got some window up on the screen, Rad. I oh, do. It's not, it's no, not no, no one else is yeah. seeing that. It's very, only what very, you see. Very confusing. Um, uh, yeah, well, uh, where was I? Uh, so I... I think it's important because it's a great opportunity to invest that time. You know, we if, if you look at our um, our lives, we spend a disproportionate amount of our lives sleeping, or we should, uh, and then from there, the next um, the next amount of time we spend is usually uh, at work or in our careers, and then we have a few hours, uh, give or take, to invest in our family, our education, and our relationships, whether that's um, uh, peers, work colleagues, or friends. And, you know, I like to really deploy that, um, that, that, that time asset into different things over the Christmas break. And that might be, you know, this time I did a, a course, uh, an investment course, um, and, and, you know, spend time with family. I caught up with my, um, um, you know, immediate family and spend some time with my girlfriend and things like that. And uh, during that time, I don't prioritize exercise as much. I do try to exercise a bit. But it's often different. It's a, it's not the same regime. It, it's uh, usually much less intensity. It's usually much less volume. It's usually much less frequency, um, and often even the exercise complexity uh, changes. And I don't focus on as much exercise complexity. Um, and so coming back to exercise, you've almost got to treat yourself like a beginner again. If you've le if Rad and I had a bit of a debate offline about the, like the threshold, and I was going to say two weeks, but Rad's absolutely right. It's more than a week. And I would even go so far as to say more than five days. If you haven't trained for five days, like you've abstained from exercise for, for more than five consecutive days, and this is the important part, you've changed from a regular routine of training very consistently. So if, you, if you're not used to training consistently, this isn't going to affect you as much. But if you've been training, for instance, in the UMS Pro, uh, four, five or six days a week, and even in the UMS Hit, um, three days a week, and then you abstain from exercise for five days consecutively, you lose a lot of conditioning. From that six day onwards, your body is really regressing and it regresses fast. Now, it comes back very quickly. It's like it's you know it's kind of like riding a push bike. It only takes a week or two, and you're kind of back, you know, maybe 21 days, and you you you're almost back on par where you were before. Unlike when you completely start as a beginner, it takes months and months to gain that conditioning or level of conditioning. But um, you have to treat yourself as a beginner again. And I really like uh, whole body uh, style circuit training for beginners. It just makes you feel great. It uh, helps level up that um, um, you know muscle joint and nervous system conditioning the metabolic system conditioning uh, it's great to offset any um, uh, calorie surplus that you've consumed over the Christmas break because it is the best you know hit uh, in uh, high intensity interval training circuits are by far one of the, one of the best ways to you know create a calorie deficit and when combined with you know the step tracker that we use in UMS, getting your 10,000 steps every day, making sure that you're getting that neat, that um, uh, non-exercise, uh, non, um, oh non-exercise uh, activity thermogenesis. Thermo yeah, yeah. Non-exercise activity yeah, thermogenesis. Mouthful, isn't it? Uh, you know, you're, you're getting those in incidental exercises, um, uh, uh, bouts of exercise throughout the day. Then you're gonna you're gonna be back on board really, really quickly. Um, and 
you know, very selfishly last year, I sort of said, I want to create this program. One, I, I spun it to Rad because I thought it would be a very, a very good way for new people to come into our ecosystem because it is arguably the best way for new people to train. Uh, it helps overcome any body composition issues that you've got. It helps condition the body. It helps prepare you for bigger things to come. But very selfishly, I just wanted it for my January program. And so we, <laughs> we put it together and uh, our guys are loving it. And we've got a challenge going right now. And I did my first workout yesterday and it, it felt great. You know, it absolutely owned me because I, you know, you, you often try to go in there lifting the same sorts of weights that you would usually lift in a body split workout program. And the, the accumulative volume of the circuit hits you real quick much less rest and recovery. I think the first phase is, is a 40-30 uh, split. So we're working for 40 seconds, which is roughly 10, 10 to 12 reps, and then uh, resting for 30 seconds. And uh, it's great. It's, it was a great workout. I loved it. Have you, have you tried one of these yet, Rad? Have I tried them? Well, I recorded them. Well, <laughs> other than, so other I, than the recording where I, you, where you were lifting baby weights. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, of course. I mean, we we did this style of training for, for years. You know, um, it's uh, it, it was it was one of the styles of training that that we adopted quickly at Unity Gym because it's just so popular. And then we went into developing what's now known as the UMS Pro, and that is the more advanced, uh, you know, body part specific style training. Um, that's really, really good for people when they, you know, get to our level or when they get to even just after several months uh, and they want to go a bit further. Um, but yeah, this style of training is, um, it, it, it's very challenging <laughs> it's, uh, uh, to say the least. And it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a it, it, you know, it really gets the heart rate up um and it ticks all the ums boxes you know it, it, it's still developing strength flexibility fitness all in the same workout um yeah it's really really good and i, I wanted to i actually got uh, off track because um uh, you were you were riffing for so long there but i i had a point that i wanted to say about uh oh yeah about having a five days off um or more with your training look the thing is that what Yanni was talking about there, it's absolutely referring to people that are following a, a proper program. Because if you're following a program like UMS Pro, where you do a new phase every four weeks, um, and then so each four weeks you use progressive overload and periodization, it is designed to constantly challenge you so that you don't plateau. That's the whole idea of using periodization. And if you use periodization effectively, it gets far more challenging than for somebody that hasn't been following that style of training very, very quickly. And from phase five onwards, we start using overload techniques like drop sets and wave loading and rest pause and one five methods and things like that. And when you get up to phase six and beyond, it is way too much to come straight back into after you have had any kind of a break that's more than five days off training, or even if you had a month where it was reduced workouts. Ah, I did one or two workouts last week, and it's just not the right thing to do to try to jump straight back in where you left off. What's much smarter is to just go back and do like a, a five by five month where you can work on technique optimization in the fundamental lifts, build up your load tolerance again, and then re-enter where you resumed after you know several weeks maybe even one or two cycles because at the end of the day 
The whole reason why you're training is to get stronger, more flexible and fitter. That's why you're doing it. It's not to get injured. And it doesn't, the overload techniques aren't the, the be all and end all. They're just the ways to keep challenging you as your body, as your to load tolerance, uh, you know, increases and matches it. You know, that's the whole idea of an overload method. It's like, okay, regular five by five training or regular five by eight accumulation training, meaning five sets of eight reps or five sets of five reps, um, is not enough now to give you the adaptation that you want. So we're gonna throw some overload techniques at you to force adaptation, that's what it is. And if you're not ready for that, it's, uh, that's, that's a, you know, can really cause problems. And I, the, the, the first, the time that this really stood out to me, Yanni, was when I was chatting to Leroy one time. And Leroy is a, uh, a friend of ours who's arguably one of the best sports physios in the world. He's at the top of his game, he's been, um, the sports physio for, for multiple professional um, uh, sporting teams in Australia, and now he even works internationally um, with LA Lakers. As LA well, Lakers, in, yep. In, uh, in um, like he's right at the top of his game. And I remember when I was talking to him about this, and he was he was pointing out to me how the number one cause of injury is when people um, in trained individuals is when people get this wrong. When they go away for a week or two weeks and they come back and they try to pick up where they left off. And if you think of, if this is you getting, so this is time and this is you getting stronger, more flexible and fitter and you're going like this, the second that you have even more than a week off, your strength, flexibility, fitness, this, this X axis goes like this. And then if you try to, as time goes on, when you start training again, jump straight back in there, that's when injuries happen. So even though you've gone like this and now you've come down a bit, when you start back up again, you can't go back to that point. You've got to start back up here and ramp up again. And that would be shown a lot easier if I <laughs> could show you a graph, but I'm sure you got the idea, right? Freon, when you edit this, show a graph. Uh, where, where, what I want to dive into is, you know, what happens? What's the risk? And, and you know, we, when we're training and we're, we're trying to improve strength, flexibility and fitness, it, you know, it's, 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 obvious, it's often referred to as a marathon, not a sprint. And the reason why is because every tissue in the body adapts at different rates. So the bones, the nervous system, the mus musculature system, the uh, tendons and ligaments, they're all adapting at slightly different rates. The nervous system happens fastest, meaning you will feel and you will be able to recruit the muscle to do the movement very, very quickly. And you'll feel like you can do more reps and more reps and more reps and probably lift more weight, more weight, more weight. And if you were to jump in there and try, you might get it up, you know, but the muscle tissue adapts slightly slower. So your muscles will probably fatigue at some point and stop you from lifting. The problem is, unfortunately, the tendons and the ligaments, so the, the, the stuff that connects your muscle to your bone and your uh, bone to bone, the ligaments, uh, adapt much, much slower and bone okay, even slower still. And so what begin. we tend to experience uh, first when we injure ourselves is um, uh, a, like a tendinopathy, something, uh, a, 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 an abusive load that can come in one instance or a number of instances that is too much load for the stuff that connects the muscle to the bone and sometimes even worse, bone to bone, um, which can be really, really problematic. And those tissues, they adapt much slower because they get less blood flow and they're a, a harder density of proteins. And the problem is that not only do they adapt slower to exercise, they 
take a lot longer to repair if you hurt them, if you injure them, if you tear them. And so we want to avoid that at all costs. And that's why it's so important to layer the load uh, in, in this progressive nature. And we do that through, you know, the different program variables, the different weights that you lift, choose to lift, the different exercise progressions if you're mo mostly focused on calisthenics. And it's, it's, it's really, really important that people understand this because you can come in and mess up an entire year of training in one instance by trying to jump into a program uh, overload method that is far beyond what your load capacity can currently take. You know, if you're thinking, okay, and, and this is what I say, you know, my, 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 um, my girlfriend and I have a, uh, have a goal. We're, going, we're taking the kids on a Disney cruise at the end of the year. And, you know, I said to her, let's, let's be the best rigs on the cruise, you know, just as a little stupid um, uh, thing. And, uh, but it's fun, you know, you, you go, yeah, let's, 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 so that's a year. That's happening in January, next year, at the start of January, you know. So my whole training, I always do this. I always sort of stagger my goal to, to go right through the year. And in that case, starting at, you know, program phase one in our UMS would be a great idea, you know, because it's going to progressively load me and take me on that journey throughout the year and have me peaking at just the right time. And um, a lot of people get this really wrong. And I think this is a great opportunity to segue into, you know, how you should use overload methods because, Overload methods, even in our UMS, you know, from uh, phases five onwards, we the, the overload methods are designed to progressively get a little bit more complex and a little bit more difficult, a little bit more intense. But that doesn't mean that you should use them always in that order. You know, once you've gone through, the idea is that you go through and you learn these overload methods and then they become tools in your toolbox. And just like any toolbox, the right tool for the job right now may not suit another job you know and and so you you're constantly looking at what tool to apply to the moment and therefore you know a, a phase seven if you've just had a bit of time off that's really designed in, in in consideration that you've had seven months seven program or six program phases consistently um taking place before it if you've just interrupted that then it's definitely not going to be suitable for you. And I would argue any overload method, which we're saying here, is not suitable if you've abstained from exercise for five or more days, in which case you should go back to um, uh, probably starting with, yeah, either like a, 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 pro, a technique optimization phase, a structural balance phase, if you feel like you've got structural imbalances, or a, a body composition phase, like what we're doing in the HIT challenge at the moment in UMS. Uh, it's definitely not advised that you dive into a really intense overload method straight away. Like I did in that video just there. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's a huge, huge mistake that people are making. Hey, I can see we've got a whole bunch of people on the live stream, which is awesome. If you're getting value out of this, please uh, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. It really helps us. And if you've got any questions about what we're talking about, um, throw them in the comments there because, you know, we're here to talk to you. This is a live stream, so we want interaction. If you've got anything that you want to add to this conversation or anything that you'd like us to answer, please throw it in the comments there and, uh, and we'll answer it. Um, shout out to Ricky from uh, Alabama. Look, I USA. want to yeah. Shout out to Ricky. Thanks for jumping on the stream. Look, I want to um, I want to kind of bring this in for a landing by relating it directly to our 
uh, UMS app subscribers because these are the legends who are really making a, a solid commitment to training um, you know, two, three, four, five days a week in, in our 40 to 60 minute workouts that train strength, flexibility and fitness all at the same time. And if you want to know more about that, just go to unitygym.com if you want to know how you can get started. But we've got people that, are, that have had a, a really decent break over the Christmas holidays. I'm one of them. You know, I didn't um, train nearly as consistently as I did. I think between Christmas and New Year's, I did two training sessions. I normally do five to six training sessions a week. Um, and some of the, I think those training sessions, I only did like my minimum workout, which is like a 40 minute workout for me. It's like just doing the UMS warm up um, and then just my primary strength and flexibility movements. And it's really just to keep the wheels turning. You know, I did, I did one workout that was upper body focused for strength uh, training and lower body flexibility. And then one workout that was lower body focused for strength and upper body flexibility. Now, if that was you, uh, and you're in our UMS tribe and you're going to watch this, and I really hope you do because we're going to be sharing it with you, um, then when you come back to training now, do not try to pick up where you left off. If you are in phase one, two, or three, that's fine. Just keep rocking on. Um, don't go straight to phase four. I'd, I'd repeat at least two weeks, maybe three weeks of phase three. And if you're anything beyond phase four, go back to phase four and repeat it even just for two or three weeks, you'll find that it's, it's, it's kind of like how long's a, a piece of string to ask the question of how long should I do that for? It's basically as long as it takes for you to get back to where you were before you reduced your volume of training. So, and as we've said, it, it could be a week, it could be two weeks, it could be a whole mesocycle. In my experience, if you get back into at least the frequency of training that you were doing before. So let's say you were training four days a week before the Christmas break. If you resume that four days a week, but you reduce the intensity, um, in my experience, it doesn't take more than one mesocycle. So four weeks of training to get you right back to where you were before. And the worst thing that you can do right now is to injure yourself. And that's the whole purpose of this. You know, we just want to avoid those injuries, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And before we um, wrap it up, we've got a, uh, a, a question, question comment here, here from, from yeah. Ice E Files 2. I've uh, been dealing with a shoulder pain for the last two years and have uh, taken breaks, but realized that's not what works. Slowly getting back to the gym and building up, but I'm having problems in the front on the bicep tendon and my shoulder blade pops when my arm comes out. There's, there's one really key point here that, um, that, he, that they've made. Uh, that I want to highlight, which is it's very, very rarely a good idea to take time off training, but it's also not a good idea to try to continue doing what you were doing. You know, often uh, we, you know, we feel like it's very, it, it can be for two reasons. One, you're told to do it by someone who doesn't quite know what they're doing or two, you like you're given bad advice or two, you just psychologically take an absolute um, uh, bashing and go, oh, well, if I can't train the way I want to train, I'm not going to train at all. And I'll just give it some time and focus on something else for a while. The problem is that if it's a if it's an overuse injury, uh, which is the most common from training, uh, it's not a, a an acute injury where you've like had a fall and torn something or like, you know, um, done a, done a really uh, sudden traumatic injury then it'll get worse over time and, and uh, if you take a break. And, and also, everything else loses conditioning, creating an environment that you, where you're more prone to new injury. So it's kind of like this double-edged sword. The injury that you're trying to heal uh, get, uh, gets worse, 
and you make yourself more susceptible to new injuries because you're losing conditioning and strength everywhere else. So what we like to say uh, is you have to alter the training load and stimulus to suit the weak link. And that doesn't mean that if you've got a shoulder injury, you can't train legs properly anymore, but you obviously, you know, you can't do super heavy low bar barbell back squats that are going to put an enormous amount of stress on the shoulder. If you've got a shoulder injury, you're going to have to figure out a way of training around that so that it doesn't make the problem worse. But stimulus to the injured area, unless there is an obvious muscle tear where if you do a certain movement, it keeps reopening or re-aggravating that muscle tear and it's not letting the tissues come back together and heal properly. In that instance, you know, you've got to do something that's going to increase blood flow and help the healing process, but not re-aggravate it. And that's where a good physiotherapist or physical therapist can work with you to help you with that. Or you can get advice from, uh, from people like myself and Rad in the UMS. But it's very, very important that everyone adopt this mindset that, okay, I've got an issue. I'm compromised in some way. I'm going to figure out how to work around this so that it benefits my whole body and I don't lose conditioning even, even more so, you know. And often that means if you've been very focused on strength training, you're probably going to get your biggest win from diverting a, a, a large portion of your effort, energy and intention to flexibility training and try to iron out that structural imbalance that's been occurred. Because remember, imbalances can come from one of four things, either a, a, um, an imbalance between your strength and flexibility, so your skill attributes, an imbalance between the, the structures in a joint, agonist, antagonist, so think chest and back or biceps and triceps, an imbalance between the inner and outer units. I think stability muscles, core muscles, rotator cuff, as opposed to the big phasic movements, or an imbalance between left and right side symmetry. Any one or more of those things can create an environment where you're more prone to injury or it will restrict your progress. And so we always wanna make sure that we're sort of self-evaluating all four of those areas and thinking, okay, where am I gonna get my biggest win? How long has it been since I've done a structural balance specific program to even out left to right side where we're, we're doing more unilateral movements uh, as opposed to bilateral movements? Or how long has it been since I've done a structural balance program that is very, very focused on agonist antagonist uh, muscle recruitment and balance uh, so that I'm working opposing joint structures, uh, systems, muscle systems in balance? or figuring out whether there's an imbalance there and, and, and sorting that out. How often am I including uh, remedial exercises and supplementary or auxiliary exercises that support the big primary movers, like um, your external and internal rotation for the rotator cuff in relation to your bench press and, 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 and things of the sort? You know, and, and, and then also how much flexibility training am I doing an end range strength training? Am I doing in relation to my strength training? Because any um, imbalance in those areas, if you're, if, if performance, high levels of performance is something that you really um, want, you're, you're going to run into um, uh, very strong headwinds and, uh, and your, and your progress is going to be stifled quite dramatically in some cases. Absolutely. I'm uh, sorry, I'm just nerding out as to how good my um, video editing's going on here, you know, cutting to all these, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, f footages of, uh, of me and I'm trying to find footage of you, but we just don't have as much of it. Um, yeah, I hope, uh, so IC Files has said I've, I've been to, whoops, 
Uh, I've been to six months of PT, maybe even more. I think what I need is a specific breakdown program to go in the steps. Listen, I, I always feel terrible doing a shameless plug like this, but, but I, I have to do it. Um, and Andy, are you still on here? Can you, can you just say, hey, yes, I'm still here if you are. Um, the truth is that you're right. Uh, if you've been doing something for six months and it's not getting better, then you absolutely need to try something new. I would say after three months, if you're doing something... Uh, mate, I would say after 28 days. After Jesus. 28 days. Uh, we, look, it, we, can it, I hang on? Let you, me, let me yeah, finish, Andy. When, when yeah. people join the... Um, your, Andy, if you can, I'd, I'd love what you've got to say about this because you recently had um you know an injury and you've been with us for so many years now that you've gone through some ups and downs yourself maybe you can shed some light on what what i'm about to say here and 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 the value of the ums but um we've had people that have had really traumatic injuries recently in recent years i've had a labrum tear in both shoulders um and it's the ums it's following the ums that got me out of it yanni's rehabilitated uh, a full acl tear um we've had people that have had really bad um, lower back problems, um, you name it. And if and people come into the UMS and within 28 days, they talk about significant reduction in pain, even complete loss of pain from injuries and pain that have been they've been dealing with for years. And, you know, you can go and look at our Google reviews to see if that validates it. And again, I know this is a shameless plug, but the truth is good programming will you will see an immediate reduction in pain within a matter of weeks like within two weeks you will start to see wow i'm you starting should. to see the light at yeah, the end of the tunnel should. yeah yeah and so if that doesn't mean let me just make it very quickly that doesn't mean that your um issue is going to be solved in 28 days but there should be a a a, a decent improvement that's right you know a, a reduction um, it, it, in pain like something yeah. that where you where you objectively can go wow, I can, I can, I feel like I'm moving better now. I feel like I'm working towards um, an improvement. And if you're not feeling that within 28 days, for most cases, most cases, I would argue that you need to um, look to doing something else. And so if you're saying, I think I, what I need is a specific breakdown program to go, you know, to get the steps, try the UMS. I mean, it's a, it's a very low cost and it's, um, you know, if you consider what you get from it and you, uh, can cancel whenever you want. So you're not locked into anything. Just give it a try. Um, you've really got nothing to lose because it's less than $2 a day. Um, so yes, I, I agree absolutely that you probably do need to um, do more of a specific program. As a general comment for everyone watching, uh, it, it, if your program is not doesn't have a, an emphasis, an emphasis on structural balance from agonist to antagonist muscle systems, meaning that your horizontal pushing is uh, balanced with horizontal pulling and your squatting is balanced with um, uh, hamstring and hip bend movements and your vertical pushing is, isn't balanced with your vertical pulling and you're not balancing your big phasic prime movers with the auxiliary exercises that promote stability in the joints and all that sort of stuff, then you, then yeah, it's, it's probably worth looking to find a coach or a program that does understand that sort of stuff. And there are plenty out there uh, that, that, go, that, that it's not just us that do this, you know, there are great, there are many, many great coaches and programs. And we get that sometimes people prefer 
to train face to face with people, you know. Um, and there are plenty of trainers out there that actually teach our program now. You know, I go to the gym, uh, the the local public gym, and there's three trainers up there that have done or are doing our program, and I see um, reflections of that in all of their clients' uh, routines and and workout, and that's great, you know, because we're not the only ones like we we've we've adopted this and stolen this from other people you know we're we're disciples of uh, of many great coaches around the world uh, ourselves so i would just make sure for for, for specificity for ice e files um, make sure that your trainer has an understanding of these structures and systems in the body because if if not and you've got an existing issue that you know just training really without the right structure or without the right direction can make it you know worse in some cases so i would just be um be asking those questions and and uh and and really make sure that you're you know it's like um a lot of people say we've got a lot of friends who are physical therapists and physiotherapists in australia that's what we call it and they always say i hate it when i hear someone say i tried physio and it didn't work you know I tried personal training and it didn't work. You know, it's because there's such a diverse spectrum of skill sets with physiotherapists and personal trainers. Um, and, and, and on one end of the spectrum, you've got really scholarly people with PhDs and a lot of skin in the game. And at the other end of the spectrum, you've got people who really, in some cases, <laughs> I would argue, don't know what they're doing. Uh, and so, yeah, just... just um, uh, make sure that you you end up with someone who really has a bit of skin in the game, and and I guess one way to um uh, to look at that is are they doing what you're trying to do? Have they achieved what you're trying to achieve? Yep, sorry, my microphone was muted. Um, that's a really um, big uh, big point. You know, have they achieved um, the results that you're looking for with either themselves or with their members? Um, Andy's chimed in here and said. Uh, to my question, um, what do you think about the UMS? How's it works for managing your injuries? He said, been a roller coaster for sure. The superior programming and work with the tribe definitely brings the secret source to getting things improving, whatever the circumstances you're coming from. The guys have had me recovering from downtime after COVID and most recently a horrible virus that wiped me out completely for six weeks. Thanks, Andy. Um, yeah, look, it's... Uh, I mean, look, the reason I said, I mean, I, I appreciate that Yanni's chimed in and said, hey, you can do it with other people too. I just, we've seen, I, I, I've seen um, so many people suffer the fate of investing heavily in poor programming with somebody that just doesn't really understand how to give them a program that's going to get them uh, the result that they need. And so that's why I said it. Um, uh, and, you know, if you're not willing uh, already to jump in and try the UMS um, IC files, scour our channel. Watch the videos that I post every day because we always talk about this stuff. We're always giving away free content that's trying to give people the, just the most basic understanding. And at the most basic understanding, if you look at what Yanni um, said, if you balance pushing and pulling in the horizontal and vertical plane, you might need to restrict vertical plane at the start of um, any journey of coming out of pain in the shoulders. That can often be, um, you know, uh, 
exacerbate the pain. It can, be, yep, it can yep. aggravate the pain. Um, but balance pushing and pulling in a one-to-one ratio, uh, balance upper and lower body strength in a one-to-one ratio, um, include unilateral work and bilateral work. So um, dumbbell work and barbell work or work where you're doing like split squats versus squats, balance strength and flexibility, balance the inner unit and outer unit of prime movers versus um, stabilization system. So in the shoulder, you know, balancing work where you're doing horizontal push and pull with rotator cuff work and scapular stabilizer work. Um, for the lower body, it's a bit simpler. It's just doing unilateral work and bilateral work. Um, and also, you know, uh, deeper core work, you know, core stabilization work. Um, and that sounds like, oh my God, that's so much. It's hard to wrap your head around how to put it all into a program. But if you watch our videos, um, you'll start to understand more. And that's, and that's really, I think, the key to UMS is that we put that into either a 40-minute or a 60-minute workout, and it's all done for you. And uh, we also, inside the app, help you customize it to your needs, your schedule, your specific goals, and all that sort of thing. So, you know, if you've made it this far, um, definitely check it out, unitygym.com. Otherwise, uh, we should bring this in for a landing. It's 30, yeah, absolutely. 30 yeah, it's been seven a while. minutes. Yep. Andy, um, I love your last comment there. You said there's so much free content out here from Unity. I followed that initially four years ago and then I joined up fully when I realized how uh, well it all worked. And the last thing that I want to say is based on what Andy just said, what Yanni just said, um, just remember that time is a really valuable asset. So people think to themselves, you know, I don't want to outlay the cost of investing in a good program. Ask yourself how much your time is worth because if you invest a lot of time every week in trying to figure out how to do this stuff yourself that's a cost so you know just be aware of what cost you're putting in um to what you're getting out well in this in this specific um uh example uh you know we've got a case here of six months um sorry uh dealing with the shoulder issue for the last year you know, and any, and there's going to be a lot of people in this group or watching this who have a compromise or an injury that they've been dealing with for multiple months, if not years. And you need to ask yourself at this point, what have you missed out on? What's that held you back? What could you have achieved in that number of months, years or whatever that you haven't because of this injury? You know, not just on a physical level. How often has it got you down emotionally, psychologically, mentally? How much money have you invested in trying to solve this issue? When you start to add all of this up, the cost of getting the right program that's going to solve the problem is absolutely nothing in comparison. You know, uh, I know what it's like to be compromised. I know what it's like to be injured. I've suffered some enormously um, uh, terrible injury, like really, really life changing injuries over my life. And I know that it goes far beyond just the physical pain that you experience. It has a mental effect. It has a psychological impact on your life that affects relationships, that affects work, that affects everything. So just just really think about that and weigh that up and uh, you know start to think about what it has cost you based on how long you've been suffering this and not found the right solution. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, look guys, thanks for tuning in. We're gonna bring this in for a landing now. If you've gotten this far, please uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, hit us up with any um, questions that you have. And um, for those of you who are like seeing this stuff, we are making a, uh, an intention. Triumphant comeback. We're making a triumphant comeback. To, this is our first test. I had to work out how to use OBS. 
Uh, I hope I did okay. And we plan on going live Friday morning at 9am Sydney time. So you'll have to check what that time is. Um, but Andy, you'd be used to that uh, when we when we used to go live, but we're going to be doing that this week. So Friday morning, 9am Sydney time, um, put it in your calendars and get any questions in that you want us to answer because you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to, to, to help you all in your training and um, make sure that and, you achieve and any, the results that you want. Just very quickly on that, anyone who comments a question in this video, once it gets uploaded, we'll scour these at the end or we'll have one of our team do that. And we'll, we'll make sure that we answer your questions in the, in the, uh, the next um, live. Yep, absolutely. Thanks so much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that chat and we will see you. Smash the like button. Smash hit that it. subscribe bell. Let's go. <laughs> 2023. Right. See you later, everyone.